Podcast, and welcome to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast hosted every week, every week by me, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, on Twitter. I nailed it that time. There we go. Nailed it. Woo! Uh, An exciting day for all of us, isn't it? Fucking weird day. Yeah, this is... uh, I'm, as of this recording, I'm about to leave for Florida until the end of the year. This is, this is literally hour seven of marathon podcasting. Um, but I'm here with the, my fellow Floridian who, like me, will be heading south of the Mason-Dixon line. Dude. Chris. Chris. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yes, Hi. Christopher Antista, Jingle Bell Cock. I don't want to hear um, a lot. I don't want to hear a lot of that on this episode. Okay. I have to say, let me just say that right now. Okay, so people I, can listen to this week's episode of Laser Time to hear all do. of that. Please it's, do. It was a uh, quite an episode. Please and, do. And and we also have uh, Dave the Blowjob Reindeer Redden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. Don't you? <laughs> Sorry, I never say I've this. Been, only that. Only the. I never say this. Please listen to Laser Time. I've I've listened to it eating. I'm chewing to get to make it so I'm not eating. I never (laughs) ever say you have like it. It's making me laugh more than like anything this year. I've listened to. I was laughing while editing. I've been waiting all day, not all day, a few hours for people. Like, what's their response? Do people find it as funny as me? It doesn't. I don't see anything like that. Everybody. One person said, "Oof, I'm with Henry." Meh. Uh, whatever. Filthiest Christmas songs. Lady I think Time I've ever week. laughed harder doing a podcast. You, than, you yeah, almost I, never laugh out loud in a way that irritates yeah. me constantly. Uh-huh. Laugh Sorry. off mic, and you literally couldn't do it anymore, and it bursts out of you, and I, it, it yeah. makes me laugh so hard when I hear Henry, let's do a comic book show. Well, yes. Well, people were a little annoyed last week at our... Not everybody, but a couple people were like, oh boy, you got a vent. And then other people were like, hey man, you got a vent. You yeah. got a-. a lot of people were cool about it. The rest of you, yeah. Henry and I, have discussed this. Um... Uh, we are aware that your time is important. You don't have time for a comic book podcast. I'm sorry. Like you're just too busy. You are too busy. You're sorry for wasting your time. Yes. Now I'm. Hey, you know this will be more on point. It, it also did suck that we had. If the if the Sony hack had gotten around to Spider Man by the time by the time we recorded the podcast, we would have talked about that. It's weird. Bit. It's yeah. one of those I I, don't know, I call instances. Wait, well, let's of, get uh, into that in a second. But first, for, oh, go. this week's what have you been reading? Mm. Whom has read? I did check out uh, Future's End finally. Mm. Uh, it's really cool. Um, Batman Beyond. Does he have a better name than Batman I Beyond? Think I, I mean Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis is. Um, it takes. It, it starts out way in the future. Bruce Wayne is nearly is killed. Can't go back in time. Every single superhero is taken over by a um, mutating robo virus. Very. Uh. The, the, the story seems very Age of Ultrony, but a more simplistic like. You need to go back in time and prevent this from happening. One person. And because the mass was calibrated to 70-year-old Bruce Wayne, once McGinnis gets in there, okay, you're not exactly where you should be. Um, you're, a couple, you're a couple years after you should be. So the problem's escalated oh, tremendously. But he could still maybe solve it. He could but. still maybe solve it. I don't know. I just think that's really... that. Like I haven't read... I, I've never read a comic with Batman, the Batman Beyond character, period. Well, that's an interesting way to deal with time travel. Just mm-hmm. like, yeah, time travel, you could go to exactly where you need to be and solve the problem immediately. Yeah. Uh, but the machine wasn't working exactly right, so you're kind of too late to What's, definitely what do was, it. What was the movie that had that premise? It's, it's a flawed mm-hmm. system. You know, you don't know where you'll end up. Um, I forget. I, I've seen so many time pirates. travel movies, but I can't recall. <laughs> Is it Time Bandits? Oh, it's it's Twelve Monkeys. Oh, Twelve Monkeys. 12 monkeys. Yes, totally. Ah, boy, I can't mm. believe I couldn't think of that. Mm, it's all right. It's one of the things people forget about the movie that he's accidentally sent to World War One. Oh, yeah, I love just like that Whoops, bear in the opening. Yes, so cool. That movie's great. Bears never look Watch more it. scary than that. over the holidays by using laser tags. They have bizarre links. If yeah, little, all that little, all that cold and death will make you feel. So <laughs> I keep forgetting warm to say what I've been reading, and I, it's it went on my back burner for some stupid reason. Um, Black science. Mm. Uh, Rick, Rick Reminder, Reminder, um, mm-hmm. doing a got another. No, it's not a time travel plot. It's it's an issue of people trying to humanity may or may not be on the verge of extinction and trying to find a way to mine resources from other dimensions. So, like mm-hmm. using, I believe, using this the Star Trek, uh, what you call it? What's their coda thing? 
Well, oh, the, the do not disturb. Yeah, brother. don't. Yeah, uh, the Jesus. Dave, why? I, what? What, a, what kind of nerd? The doesn't, first law of ethics. The uh, uh, prime directive. Prime directive. The prime directive. Uh, but Whew. just just as like, got that to one. open a hole, reach your hand in and pluck out things that you need from other dimensions because yours is on the verge of collapse, mm-hmm. uh, and it goes horribly wrong. And right right from the beginning, you get to see a World War One battle with um, Germany losing to the technologically superior Native Americans, mm. and the art is fucking amazing. It's really really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those uh, image books that's only um, like. Uh, Ten bucks. Oh, and and I picked up just because I was by a local comic store this week. I was in the Castro. Went mm-hmm. to whatever comics, great comic store, and I forgot that they did something that I really like. Because hey, I love trades. Don't yep. like buying single issues. Um, and they will bundle single issues into trade bag, like just like here's five. The like, first five issues. Five issues. Yeah, but they have. It's easy to sort. Like like you can browse it very easily. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, Figment. Finally, I oh, picked up. Right. I picked up Figment. The figment Very collection. happy about that. Your beloved Figment. I picked up Figment, and I managed to find. I actually went there looking for Criminal, mm-hmm. uh, more in the Criminal series. I think I got the Sinner, but I went. I couldn't find it uh, at multiple comic stores because it's it's very You're, out of print. It's in between. It's in between publishers. It's not. They have a full like giant hardbound volume. Yes, I, uh, I have them. Yeah. Okay. And then they. I didn't know they had that either because mm-hmm. shit. I would have just bought that, you know. But actually, that's a little more expensive. What I did see, and I think. And I recommend everybody do it through the laser time links. But um, my sister's not terribly into comics. Mm-hmm. But I saw that hardbound uh, saga volume. Yeah, that is that is the gift to give to it somebody is, who likes comics. Like, like, who likes stories. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's $30. The cover, like, I fell in love with the cover. It's just a baby sucking on a brown tit. <laughs> That's put in a full view of the public. That's what, yeah. I Makes I read, very happy. I read an interview with Brian K. Vaughn where mm-hmm. he just says the theme of each big collection like that, mm-hmm. which I think will all be 18 issues because mm-hmm. he writes in six-issue chunks. Sure. The theme will be her growing up and mm-hmm. different stages in her life. And this is her at her youngest. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's an easy shot. Well, not easy, but it's a clear, there's clarity of it of, like, this mm-hmm. is a baby. It's having a meal. Like... It's, but that it he takes, was told, actually, I love it. It does take you a second to see that's what it is. But he was told like, oh, "This might get you off the shelves at some bookstores." And I think he was just like, "Well, number one, like I, this is my art." I, and and then second, what's a bookstore? What is a bookstore? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's fifty dollars in bookstores and it's thirty dollars on Amazon. Yeah, it's really hard to beat that, mm-hmm. which is sucks for for mom and pop. I but, feel like a jerk uh, anytime I do that. Like, well, I, I go the to price difference is so great though. I go to mom and pop, and that was that was awesome. I went into Mission Comics and I was able to find my um, criminal volume, and I went there to get the Wicked and the Divine, which I just seen a billion times. Yeah, and I think like everybody else who saw it all on all these best of end of year lists, mm-hmm. uh, it's gone. And I was like, well, shit, and like, well, what about that issue over there? He's like, oh, this here, take it. What? Take you just give me the free the first issue free? I'm like, no, look at it. Um, it's a program they have. Um, you can have the first issue. If you bring it back, you can get ten percent off whatever you purchase oh. when you bring it back. That's a really cool idea. It's insane. Wow, it's that's great. That's a great idea. I, I wish more comic shops. Seriously, that's like that's that. why that is my favorite comic store in San Francisco. Mission Comics. That everybody. is really cool. Yeah, I I would say if you still are not uh, if you're still shopping for people and mm-hmm. want to get them something, if they like any type of if they like say Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead TV shows, the mm-hmm. Game of Thrones TV show, The Walking Dead. Like Twilight, even I don't know. It's like any type of like a uh, genre fiction. Yeah, like they will love Saga. The person yeah. you get that for will love it. Like Bob Mackie was asking me, mm-hmm. uh, our good buddy Bob Mackie of Retronauts fame. Like, Who? Was, wow, Bob Mackie. <laughs> he was asking me like, what comic should I get into? And then I was naming all these ones. And then I finally went like, oh yeah, he he doesn't know Saga because it's just like, duh, it's Saga. Like mm-hmm. every everyone's heard of Saga. I don't yeah. need to. I, I I dare not speak its name because I you just be like, duh, of course I've heard of Saga. But if you if you're not reading comics at all right now, like mm-hmm. you don't know that. Like, mm-hmm. and I I remember like uh, I saw tweets from Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. Mocking going to award show because he's like they just call these award the sagas. Nah. It just wins everything, <laughs> nah, and deservedly so. It's but a his great, Daredevil great is fucking great. For some yeah. reason, I only pick it up and read it in like two issue spurts on uh, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, but I, oh man, his Daredevil is really good. Yeah, that's an amazing book too. But mm-hmm. I guess if you could only buy one book for your family, it, for a family uh, member, uh, Daredevil Saga crossover, make it happen, Mark. <laughs> well, you could if you bought him the recent Daredevil one, you could be like, "This is where I live." Yeah, like, is that is there a trade? It's set in San Francisco. No, no, yeah, no the I, first volume is set in San Francisco. 
Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that well, was the first already. new Volver. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading it. It's it's good. I've been. It, it's still good. Go. It's still great. I mean, uh, I so yeah. Sworn there was other stuff, but I, can't. I caught up on Spider Verse. Got that on my Comicsology. That was good. Nice work. And they've also been doing the twelve days of free comics, which I think by the time this post will be on like day eight or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of all I've been reading. It was great. I love. I'm loving Spider Verse. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk spoilers about it, but I, I really like Spider Gwen. I hope she becomes a big deal. Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen. Well, then, uh, Dave, uh, I read the two most recent issues of Guess What? Walking all right. Dead. Yep. Um, What's going on in Walking Dead Verse? It, oh. There, were, it's a weird pair of issues because I, like, that's how I do it nowadays. Is I'll read them in two well, issues. Because one issue is not enough. I did meet the Whisperers. Oh, I read that while I was yeah, in that Japan. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I usually do Walking Dead in two issues first because I'm on this show like every month, mo- every other month, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they, the image is really good, or yeah. at least Walking Dead is good about making the only the most recent issue three bucks, yep. and then everything before it's two bucks. It's really easy to justify yeah. even when you're poor and yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. one issue's only two dollars i'll do it uh so yeah I, I read the two most recent issues and it's weird because rick is not in either of them hmm. um interesting it, and it's it largely focuses on this new group the whispers which, which is, people have rumored there i think there's a i don't know what happened on the walking dead tv show but they're i well they're, only so, thing, they're so far behind the only thing i heard about the tv show is that they they're talking about skipping negan though as a villain in the show. what but he's the best. Well, not the best, but he can like, you do him he, justice without the, the naughty mouth? When he showed up, I was like, "This is a guy made for the TV show. Yeah. Like, he's so charismatic. I'm yeah. like, this is a TV show bad guy." Plus, mm-hmm. what he, what Negan did mm-hmm. in Has the comics, it hasn't been done. I don't think they would. I don't think the don't people think who make the there. show would want it to be done. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they need to take that risk to do that thing to, that would so radically change the show. Yeah, they, they're, they're they not some, afraid to kill major characters in they the did. show. Though, they right? killed. They did kill a major character in the finale. Yeah, the I show. Had heard. I had heard people were actually like making a petition to be like undo that. I'm just like, Damn. that is so fucking bullshit. That, well, they just want like. The next episode to be like somebody waking up from a dream, like oh, oh god, I'm glad that didn't oh, yeah. happen. Like that's like that was the subject of a sad controversy because yeah. the social media group tweeted out like R.I.P. this character. Yeah. After the East Coast airing. Yeah, that's so terrible. everybody else in the country had it spoiled for them. It should be 24 hours. Give people 24 yeah. hours. The the official Twitter I mean, and not cancel. even the like. You know how many people watch that on your DVRs? Is this to punish them? Yeah. I feel like yeah, I feel like you should get a week with that. Thing. Mm-hmm. But I, that reminds me of an interesting article I read about how all these a lot of TV shows are big mm-hmm. about wanting fans to make fan theories and mm-hmm. make and make up all these like fucking laws. To be more it, it started with laws but lost. but Game of Thrones kind of gets on that. True Detective totally did. True Detective. But, and and Walking Dead also. Mm-hmm. And and Breaking Bad, like all these people get into it. But mm-hmm. then this article pointed out that like when somebody's when people try to do that with bad men, mm-hmm. Matt Weiner just says Matt Weiner mm-hmm. just says, "No, that's not it. That's not a reference to Sharon Tate. Sorry, <laughs> that T-shirt might look like Sharon Tate's, but that was an accident. She's not going to be Sharon Tated. Sorry, like <laughs> that he's that. And they say like that's why Mad Men like isn't as in the zeitgeist as uh, as those other shows because yeah. he just like he. Like a grown up doesn't. <laughs> no. He's like no fanboys. No. no. Who's to say no? Yeah. Though then after Breaking Bad was over, like Vince Gilligan, mm-hmm. I think he just loves to overexplain things. So people are like, "Oh wait, did this mean this?" He's like, "No, no, no. This is exactly what happened." And he just tells you everything. He's like, "He did do that." He hates subtext. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a subtext, or he's not. He hates guessing mm-hmm. or vagaries. That's kind of was my. I think the Shield has a better finale than than. Do you have more Breaking more Bad non spoilers? Sorry, the uh, Walking Dead. I know. Mm-hmm. So, did big actually, things happen? This yeah, time? some some interesting things happen. Like uh, the, the new villain, if the whispers are the new villain, that's really really neat. Yeah, and uh, Carl kind of, uh, you know, he, he the comic book Carl is so mm-hmm. way better than yeah. the show at this point. But when like, are they going to age? Well, I'm curious about the actor on the show because that kid is aging faster yeah. than his character is. Like yeah, they're about they, they look about the same, and uh, they had that right. they had that three year jump. So. Uh, at this point, they're about the same. Oh, okay. So they've uh, had they've had the ship it in time jump in the TV show too. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, what, what, oh, wait, you know, com- it's how, coming. Yeah. Well, were they two? Would be perfect. I think right now they're equal, just because uh, oh, the time okay. jump has brought comic book Carl in line with TV oh. show Carl. Huh. They seem they seem about the same age, but I could be wrong. But yeah, Carl in in the comic is like I believe it's Coral. 
Coral. Uh, he, yeah, he's really like kicked it up, and he's way cooler. And like some crazy stuff happens with him, mm-hmm. uh, and that also involves the whispers. And it's uh, God, I need to catch up on fucking Invincible, yeah. man. I mean, I was like, I was disappointed that whispers are literally just. I mean, at this point, you should probably know. Like, it, they, they were revealed in an issue ago. It's people wearing like. Well, they, they, it's just that, like, I think something big ended on The Walking Dead, and, like, they're going to do the Whispers next, so, like, you should know who they are already. Yeah, and you, it's like, uh, yeah. I, I, bet, I bet most people do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be too much of a spoiler. Uh, yeah, kind of a spoiler. It, it, I mean, it is way out there. Like, because when I first saw that, like, the before they revealed the Whispers exactly, it was... Uh, I mean, that was the thing Oh, that, can zombies talk now? Is I never, that it? I never like, buy the most recent much. issue, because I'm responsible and need that dollar. <laughs> uh, but I, you put it to good use. It was when I read the one preceding that, and like, they're talking, and like, yeah. they're so not going to do they that. They should change the they? book to Talking Dead. Dang! It was a tie into Talking Dead. <laughs> the most useless TV show <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, it's almost as useless as a podcast. Stop Am it. I right? We're just not officially sanctioned. <laughs> Doesn't the AMC have another show that they do that's like the well, Talking, they had talking Bad? Talking Stop. Bad. Would you just be quiet? Otherwise, Chris Hardwick will come and take our yeah. show, man. <laughs> we'll never become part of the Nerdist Network. Can we get uh, Sam Punk on this show? I, I want to be pop. I want to be part of Earpop. I want uh, Earpop. I'm gunning for you. I want to be part of your. <laughs> We're coming put, for you, Earpop. Put me in, Coach. Hey, we even <laughs> we even had a vague in over there, and it still didn't happen. So. It, it could still happen. Guys, no. send emails to Earpop and tell them to No, put us don't on do that. Now. Okay. Don't I bet Chris will just edit this out. Don't or not, I won't. So uh, no. I don't <laughs> edit anything out of here. <laughs> you, you, okay, well. And another thing about the Jews. <laughs> so. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is Hanukkah <laughs> now, is so happy Hanukkah. Sit. Uh. Zip me and strip me and show me you care. Don't go ripping out my pubic hair. I think I said I didn't want to hear that again. All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. It'll Uh, never happen again. (laughs) But, yeah, no, seriously, though, hey, happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends out there. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and you know, the Jews basically invented superheroes in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's true, and Christmas to some extent. They, I mean, they wrote all the songs you love. I'm a big fan of Christmas, and I am pretty close to going on a cam- a war on Christmas to get Christ out of there. From here on out, it's X-mess. X-mess. Professor X is our fucking savior. It does. It is non-denominational. Doesn't matter. Just saying, let's get some presents, eat some crappy food, listen to dumb music. I did like the non-Christianity of a lot of the Christmas things we saw while in Tokyo. Here's what I'll say. Jews, if Hanukkah's so great, where's all your songs about snow? <laughs> That's right. Well, because their you thing live in is a desert. Based around, I, I yeah. Though, then again, our, the, the, well, I was going to say our, but it's not mm-hmm. my holiday. But my Christmas, holiday. Christmas also takes place in the desert. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. Oh, well, well, we just stole it from a winter solstice. But it was so man, cold that, that it's, they it's had almost, to use that's, the manger. That's, that's what keeps it stupidly Christian, because Christmas ate, swallowed every other fuck. You ever see that uh, uh, Wonder Shows in Definition of America in yeah. 30 Seconds? Or just eats the rest of the world. That's what Christmas was to every holiday. Hey, are we celebrate here on December 25th. Uh, well, uh, Jesus was born December 25th, too. But <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, why not? Uh, they just you, well, guys light a, you guys light a treat? We do that, too, now. We do that, too. And they just left Hanukkah alone. I'm just, I find that baffling. That was the one holiday they didn't consume. Well, same with, like, Easter. They're just like, oh, Easter, huh? Yeah. We, that's what Jesus Yeah, said. we're yeah. going to do all the stuff that you do for your guy. <laughs> Uh, but all right, yeah, comic. Okay, so hmm. let's talk uh, before we go into a big, the promised big community segment. Yeah, not a Colin show, half. sadly. Couldn't get that off the ground, but I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying. But um, so the big news I think that came out in the last week was the previously mentioned Sony hack that led to a bunch of shocking revelations about Spider Man. Now, first off, I don't know about you guys, but I do feel slightly weird that we had to profit off of like a criminal activity. The, the, Sony getting hacked and that information getting out there, like that's that is a crime. I think, like, I think Judd Apatow stole had, their information and put Judd it out. Judd Apatow there. had clumsily compared reading those leaked emails to the Jennifer Lawrence nude photos, uh, and I, mean, I, I don't think he, I don't not, think he's wrong because yeah. this is these are and we are journalists too. Like, it's, it's people's why? privacy. I, well, I'm not yeah. by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. I'm not, but it is it is like you thought you were talking to one person and now uh-huh. you're talking to the world. 
That's not really cool. You wouldn't like yeah. that if that happened to you. It is a, a that gross all your invasion emails, of privacy. We all, have, we all have emails like, I didn't write this to be seen by yeah. every single person. Yeah, like, like you would read, I you always read, do. You can read emails for me to like, that I've written for every company to work for that would make me look like the worst person in the universe. Like I'm trying to exploit something, but it's just people doing their job and focusing in on one little thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, there's scandalous, scandalous shit in that Sony email. Yeah. I found it. I can't stop reading News I wish I it. could stop, I, but yeah, I can't. Well, I can't. In, in the a best, way. the best one was Jill McHale. They found a leaked email. Yes, Jill McHale asking for a discount on a television, and he immediately acknowledged it on Twitter. Fuck yeah, I did that. Yeah, he's like, they canceled <laughs> Community, so I asked for an eight thousand dollars TV for free. Like, yeah. was, like that's, I like that, and I also, I felt it humanized mm-hmm. the Sony execs a little bit in one of them because they're like why are we making more social networks why do we keep giving Adam yeah. Sandler money and that's what I said like that's bullshit like, I'm, it, glad, I'm glad they got leaked because you can see it is a corporation of people who do care about art and entertainment like on, on a one, really profound level but it's level. just a bunch of people so one of them makes a deal with a hack like Adam Sandler who just pays his friends to go on vacations to star in <laughs> but awful I, movies you've worked at big but, companies now you know yeah. how it works it's like well this is a proven thing that'll guarantee we exist in one year yeah. whereas this artsy fartsy <laughs> idea that you want to make a Steve Jobs movie doesn't really guarantee a return on the investment Mm. And especially oh, the, the talk about Angelina Jolie and her stupid fucking Cleopatra movie. <laughs> Scott Rudden, the producer, apologized. He's like, look, this is a giant waste of money and everybody's afraid to say it. But this movie, this concept has never made money for anybody. Why <laughs> yeah, is this any different because seen. Angelina Jolie's attached? No one gives a shit. And I'm like, that's so cool that we got to read that. <laughs> so the thing with Spider-Man that was, was great. Uh, among many things, is that one, Sony doesn't know what the hell they are doing with Spider-Man. Yeah. And two, they they, they could compared it to Harry Potter's. Like, what the hell? We had yeah. this thing we we supposedly call a franchise, and there's a new Harry Potter movie every year. They clearly have an outline and a vision for the character, and we don't have that. Mm. It took us five years to make one more Spider-Man movie, and it's the same origin story. Somebody within Sony said that it's the same origin story again, and it took them five years to make it. And every film makes less than the last yes. one, and costs more. And like I. I the have first a feeling movie somebody's still has made the most money. I have a feeling that somebody, the person who wrote it is wrong. He's like, and we don't see any of that merchandise money. And I'm like, well, I bet you do. No, no. Uh, I think they maybe, I think they probably don't because I think Marvel renegotiated the mar- yeah. the merch rights. That's why Spider-Man gets to be on the cover of, a, of that 25th, 75th anniversary mm-hmm. book while the X-Men are not because... Yeah, that's I think it, it did, Fox does have the merch rights. It shined rights. a tiny little bit of light on whatever the fuck Fox's X-Men d- deal might be. Because What's that good, like, yeah, it's like that good that like huh. the X Men are still are somehow like vaguely co owned by Fox now. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, so as the is the leaked emails seem to explain, like Sony was so desperate, like we can't make this work. F it, let's go to Marvel. Well, they, like, I thought it was the other way around. The, well, the, the Marvel the way definitely it, wants them. Well, the back. way it looked like to me because I, I read like a deep analysis of this uh-huh. and a timeline. It looked like Marvel had reached out to Sony. At about the time they were lining up, about the same time Civil they were War. they were lining up Civil War. That Spider-Man in the comics is a massive part of Civil War, which is Captain America three, and people compared that to the timeline of when Robert Downey Jr. was like hinting he'll be in another movie, but not necessarily an Iron Man movie. Yeah, um, and compared that like this looks like the time where they were asking about that, and it did it, for some reason all the leaked emails. We can't really see what the fuck happened. It may have just happened in a meeting. Why like, they decided not to do it. Well, it, it made it sound like Sony... Oh, keep going. You should... You should. Well, that Sony... So they were going to make the deal for Spider-Man to like... That Marvel would make it with Sony. They'd mm-hmm. share in the profits. But then apparently the sticking point was that Sony wanted creative control. And Marvel... Wanted, you know how Marvel makes control. Marvel Studios films. Mm-hmm. They have they have the creative control. Yeah. They fire directors over how much creative control they yeah, have. Yeah, why would... what? But and what why in your, what would in your, they? What like, in your track record, Sony, leads yeah, you to believe like, that you would make more money with yeah. you having You're coming control. to us because you can't make Spider-Man right. Again, rights. I'm pretty like, sure I heard it was the other way around. I'm t- but I'm just saying, they can't make Spider-Man right. Yeah. They need to trust Marvel to do it better. Cause like, and also that like, Andrew Garfield wouldn't be back. I'm like, cool. Like, I don't even think Andrew Garfield is that bad of a Peter or Spidey. But I don't either, but he now represents a bad era. Yeah, He's I, a bad era. And like, they didn't sign him to basically indentured servitude mm-hmm. of seven films they signed him to three films which now like now in the old days it would have been like oh three films that's a decade of films with yeah. a dude so cool but now it's like three films like that's nothing like mm-hmm. he'll be gone and replaced like why even sign three films yeah i think one of the best things about the uh the two amazing spider-man movies mm-hmm. is 
like the romantic chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma and Stone. His real life girlfriend. Yeah, well, I mean that, turn, that, they, that, that probably were, helps. But they it's saw like, how much <laughs> while they were filming the movie, like wow, it'd be this. This really works. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. I Whatever. mean, like, I, 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 if you ask me movies, as Peter I, Parker, which I'm available for. I'll develop chemistry with Emma Stone too. By <laughs> yeah, she, I don't know if she'll her. bring. Uh, I don't know if she'll uh, develop yeah. it back. I it's just watching them this. like interact in the movie. It's like oh, that's so sweet. Like mm, they yeah. seem really like. I think if you kids in love. I think if we all start in a movie having to play opposite Emma Stone, we would all fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I fell in love with her years ago. Remember, mm-hmm. I had that revelation on our podcast. That is the first go. Like, man, she's pretty cute. <gasps> she's so much younger than me. That's that <laughs> the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> she's younger than me. I'm gross. A movie starlet is younger than me. <laughs> so Sony pulled back because they apparently wouldn't have creative control, and then they were going to have a Spider-Man summit to figure out what the hell they're doing because they were still don't know soon or now. But I think my theory is, hmm. and they, and like Latino Review, who usually is pretty hmm. good at, at breaking stuff, yeah. Has, has I believe also, also confirmed that that Ant May movie was absolutely a thing for like a week. I can't believe that. it was. It was <laughs> a real thing. Being they discussed. would do an Ant May movie just to be like, well, we got to make other films. Uh, Ant May? <laughs> huh? How about that? But this that, such thing is a one shot in the cinematic universe. That I think that they are finally like maybe the public outcry of this is just like, God damn it, Sony! You saw like well, that they'll come back to Marvel. And the they'll addendum, make it work. and I'm paraphrasing here because I read this in weird ways um, from other places. The emails also showed. That they're Japanese, Sony's Japanese oh, overlords, yes, yeah. who I've had to deal with. Japanese overlords can be a fierce beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were absolutely pissed at Sony America. Oh, yeah, for, that was really like, interesting. Marvel came to you mm-hmm. and offered to cost us less money for creative control, and you said no. Get the fuck back in there. We're trying to save money left and right, and you guys are saying you'll spend more? Cause Go also back like, to them hat in hand right now and sell Marvel. You do exactly what they want. So that's... I would, if it wasn't for that, I'd say this is just all pie in the sky, but like, no, it looks like Sony of Japan doesn't trust Sony of America to pull through with the maybe, Spider-Man movie. Maybe they... Though... I don't know who you'd blame for Sony. Nah, you you blame Japan more. You blame. I mean, Sony's movies don't make a ton of. Haven't been doing mm. awesome, but Sony's TVs. That's what's really like. Yeah. Their TVs is what cost. They deserve a, well, their the, tech no, is what sorry. took them down. I thought you meant Sony Television because they made Community oh, and Breaking Bad. In my opinion, two of the best shows of like this generation or the last mm. five years. I mean, TV manufacturing. Yeah, the people who make TVs—that's what's costing them the most money. I would say Sony. That's so weird. There's, but, there, there, there should be. No, think about it. They're well, giving them out for free to Joel McHale. <laughs> but so now that they're Japanese overlords, just show up and be like, "No, stop!" The, like also from those leaked emails that the uh, that Spectre, is, the, the next James Bond film, there's like three hundred million dollars, and they're trying to cut costs wherever they can. Like now, let's film out here at night. We won't have to do this. I was like. You're the fucking, like, the James Bond movies to me, mm-hmm. and what I love about them is that, or at least really like, is that they look like the most expensive yes, things ever. ever that they're just like, we're spending money to spend yes. it. Look, we're burning money. I, I, I do, I thought there was something I'd read about, like, you think this franchise is successful? You have no idea what a successful franchise looks like when you look at how much the James Bond movies rake in. Uh, because your, moon your, rake in. your Spider-Man movie might be popular for ten years. Uh, James Bond's coming on a century. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. So like, and, and it's it, it has never really waned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now and it's getting better. Those films are good. The like, films are great. Well, the films can be used for. They're like Disney ones. They're just mm-hmm. like, no, this is good forever. Like, so though, I, they're I, not timeless. Like, they're, they're actually timeless. very timely. Uh, but but like when I think of Skyfall and uh, uh, Casino Royale, like, I, if I if I still watch real television. Mm-hmm. And that was those movies were to come on. I'd like, yeah, I'm sitting through the whole time. Yeah, whole time I'll watch this. Skyfall thing. is very watchable. Like mm-hmm. it's just it, it, when I watched it, when I saw it, I was just like, this is much better than I expected. <laughs> yes, I didn't like that. Uh, yeah, this is just my social justice warrior soapbox. But yes, it always is. So they got rid of. They got rid of. Eh, boy, eh, you know they brought back Money Penny, who mm-hmm. like I don't like the. I I kind of. I like the word play she gets to introduce mm-hmm. into the series of like that she she can have funny back and forth with James mm-hmm. but that she's just a secretary like that's such a she better like she kicks ass early in the movie and then she's like I choose to be a secretary like inspector she better be like I'm taking off my stupid secretary blouse and shooting people in the face like I hope that happens I don't care all right don't well. care at all this guy probably has a secretary there's probably women he commands 
that you don't even see. Mm-hmm. And Henry doesn't want to see them. They all deserve guns. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> they should kill more people than Bond. They should be saving Bond. I th- well, I think, if anything, that's probably what you really hate about it, is like the fucking money punny scenes in the Those other are movies hard. are like padding it. They're like, well, also, Jay, I, I slow think build up James... to the rest of the film, whereas the new movies like open up with a bang and have mm. slow booms the entire well, no, time. James you don't want to see films... Bond go back to his cubicle. James Bond films, the old, the, the old series, was, mm-hmm. the, the old way it worked was you start with an amazing, super huge action yeah. scene, and then people explain things to Bond for a while, then he goes to a party, <laughs> then he gets kidnapped, <laughs> then he gets free, then he has sex, yes, and then he goes back right. and kills people. Sounds about right. Yep. I, they they had a poster Bond. at the cash show this week, and this is neither here. It's about comics okay. because of who censored Roger Rabbit. Ooh. Who Censored Roger Rabbit is a book about... It was originally about comic strip characters, not cartoon characters. Mm. But Dave and I went to... Yeah, so oh, I, you I, were there. That's good. I'm glad Chris I had a friend. Just, <laughs> I, I hope all of you get two of your favorite movies for no reason programmed onto the same bill mm. without having to ask. Yeah. It, was <laughs> so, it was nice that it was, it was almost full. By yeah. the end, yeah. by, by the time it was. Well, no, he just he called on. that ticket number. Your ticket number was like two hundred and thirty. I'm like two hundred thirty yeah. people paid twelve bucks. Yeah, to come in and watch Ed Wood and Who Framed Roger Rabbit two weeks before Christmas. Two like, weeks before Christmas. This is the best city in a fucking universe. <laughs> Do I and, imagine like the rent for the Castro theaters probably got to be more, I, way more than uh, like you would think that. But like, wouldn't the person who owns it have owned it for at least I twenty guess. years? Yeah, I would think more like forty. Yeah. Oh, and the and I believe by the time we get back. The Alamo Draft House, San Francisco, will be fucking open. Wow, Man. that's great. Yep. All these positive things, but you guys didn't see SantaCon. Really? I did. Okay. I was in the Castro. I, I went back to the Castro for breakfast that day. Fucking two people dressed up like the goddamn Grinch. I love the Castro so that's much. Great. Oh, yeah, you went to Orphan Andy's, right? Mm-hmm. That is a great breakfast spot. That it is. I remember after a 24-hour marathon, me and you went there. Because it was the, the, at a Games Radar 24-hour marathon, it was directly followed by a Rift Tracks that oh, night yeah. and so we just had to like well, we got to stay awake for four more hours and then we just hung out in the castro and had like i had biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. at orphan andy's and i was like you can never get bi- biscuits anywhere in san francisco yeah. this is great but you know in orphan andy's they have that uh, poster up of, like a dude a naked man riding a dolphin like, yes that's yeah that's the, the, well the orphan andy like i almost bought a shirt of it because like mm-hmm. the the super gay in the style of orphan annie mm-hmm. the guy with the open shirt and the mustache and the overalls <laughs> i fucking love that Love yeah. it. All right. If you ever go to the Castro, eat at Orphan Andy. And go to whatever comics. It's yeah. a great, like, not a gay comic store per se. Mm-hmm. Escape from New York Pizza is all right. Well, it's no. closed. Oh, shit. Really? Man. There's, there's, well, there's, there's the other pizza location. place across the street from the Castro. It's a, there's a pizza place there now called Oz, and it's the exact It's like okay. the exact same thing with cheaper beer. Well, because, I mean, that's what I love about that. Like, it's such a great system if you're seeing, like, Two or more movies. Oh yeah, Castro. That, that's like a, yes, that's still there. If you fin- like, you're like all right, in between movies, okay, pizza slice, rah, 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 liquor store, nice. booze, yeah. liquor. Jack Daniels for me. Yum 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 yum. yum. <laughs> we should take a break, and when we come back, it's going to be a community palooza where we answer your questions that you at replied us, and your que- question of the week from last week, and this week's new question of the week. See you on the other side, boroughs. Hey everybody, thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis, episode 118 on the Laser Time Podcasting Network. And it's the end of the year and we love all of our listeners so much and we appreciate all all the time you've given us this year, especially, you know, this year with uh, all like big events in my life and hitting 100 and all the things that entail. This has been this has been a really exciting year for the show. It honestly has like and I I, I hope to grow up more in the new year, you know? Uh, but hey, if you would like to help us out or, or give thanks to, to us for the end of the year, there's a lot of awesome ways you can do it. Go to lasertimepodcast.com, the homepage for this site, uh, for this uh, podcast. That's what this is. Oh, boy. Uh, go, go to lasertimepodcast.com. When you go there, you will see a link to PayPal on the left-hand side. Click on there and you can give a little bit of money to the site and it really helps us out. It really helps uh, the wheels turning, even just like a dollar, five dollars, any of that. Just give it through PayPal 
and it helps us out. It really does. Also, you can buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store, the Laser Time t-shirt store, which is a link right below the PayPal button. Or on the right side of the screen, there's a bunch of Amazon links. Now, you could buy those things we suggest, because we have such good taste, you would probably love all the things we're suggesting, but anything you buy through that link the money will go to us like a little bit of money will go to us and no extra cost to you it really helps us out if you're buying stuff through amazon here at the end of the year this is the time uh to do it and get it through our link so please please do that it really does help us out also if you're listening to this on itunes be sure to subscribe be sure to review us be sure to rate us all that stuff really helps us out and i really appreciate it every anytime you can do it so, so please Please do. Okay, now it's time for the Hanks Corner pick of the week. Uh, boy, you know I am gonna have to go with uh, something a little, a little obvious again. But it is one of my favorite books of the year. I mentioned it earlier in the show. It is the Andre the Giant biography. Like, yeah, if you haven't read it yet, it is great. Whether you like pro wrestling or not, it is just a, a very interesting black and white comic uh, uh, look at this man's life from the outside. It's it's really great. And, you know, you can buy that and a bunch of other stuff we have linked to as suggestions of great comics to read on the episode page for this on lasertimepodcast.com. So please go check that out, guys. All right. And now back to the rest of the show. Hey, welcome back to episode 118 of Cape Crisis, and now it's time for the extra large making it up to you community segment. hate playing that as the community segment i can't count the reasons i should stay one by one they all should fade away hi regular yeah. listeners yeah that uh <laughs> that had some real unintended comedy once upon a time <laughs> uh but anyway hey guys uh so real quick let's talk about the long time ago question of the week <coughs> about uh from november 13th what wrestler would you have uh play uh involved with uh comic books and uh, like, let's see, Rad Martigan says uh, Cody Rhodes could pull off Hawkeye. I bet. I've done one community segment, or one question of the week in a month. It's been a month, yeah. Oh my god. I apologize. I apologize again. Big Show could play the Atom Smasher. Says Aimbot Master. I, this must be something for Dave because you're like, the only, you can only imagine you half about of this. this. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Mike, oh, I know that. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, this is a great one. Slain's Puddle says. Mickey Rourke is a weird Russian villain who has a vendetta against Iron Man for killing his father. Actually, no, scratch that. that it's a stupid idea. <laughs> I don't believe... Wait, what? He's not a real wrestler. He just played one. Yeah, I know, but still. He he, what Oscar are you talking before. about? He's the Ram, man. Ram Jam. The Ram, the Ram Jam. Uh, Cody Stovall says Velvet Sky as Black Canary. I think that's a good one. Oh, Steve... John Wizzle says Steve Austin as the Absorbing Man. Crusher hmm. Creel. Uh, somebody else says the newsroom talk is unbearable, which <laughs> there's not going to be any real newsroom talk today because from what I read, the final episode was like not like serviceable, like really? not bad. Like that, uh. the Onion AV Club's review of just like, where was the all right show that this is the finale for? Yeah, like, I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but hey, look, I'm going to put it. I'm going to do 30 seconds of, of newsroom talk. Oh, if goodness. it ends like fucking Studio 60 ended where all of the people have coupled off and they all are standing together and talking about how everything worked out, I'm going to hurl my TV out the window. All right. <laughs> I hated that ending because I hated every couple on Studio 60 <laughs> and I hate every couple on Newsroom. Except Boy. for except for the one with Olivia Munn. That one's actually okay. Mm, but boy, I, hmm, yeah. uh, you might, uh, might want to cal- calm down before you watch it. This way. Dave's uh, been pushing us to do a commentary. Yeah, for the but, but if it's ju- if it's we a serviceable, not terrible episode, then I might. we should maybe do this penultimate episode then because that's apparently the bad. Those one. two like, were the two worst uh, anything Sorkins have ever seen. I need to. There's apparently a new Sorkinisms uh, clip show out of, called Aaron Sorkin hates the internet. Of just yeah. like all the scenes of like his characters hating the 
Look what you guys are doing. Look what you guys are doing. One last thing. I want to say it because it will motivate me to do it. I want to do a podcast where we go through Sorkin's entire... Uh, that'll that'll be well. Everybody's getting into I watch one of this thing every episode thing, yeah. and, and uh, Sorkin could be our thing. And the best part well, is we he, start with Sports Night. Yeah, you start with Sports Night, which Sports is one of my favorite you shows. Want to start of all with time. the American President. Uh, well, no, a, few no, no good, a few good men predates that. Yeah, movies oh, would, does. movies would be offshoot uh, holiday episodes. <laughs> All right, Slow Octopus says CM Punk would make a pretty good Wolverine. Moan for Stallone says it's a slight stretch, but megastar Coco Beware would defy expectations as Hawkman. (laughs) Uh, uh, Vince McMahon is Magneto, and Mark Henry is the Kingpin. That's pretty good. John Cena is as Booster Gold. The Rock is Savage Dragon. And the Macho Man would have been a cool Lobo, says uh, Spidey Rock. All these fanboys, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. In uh, somebody, uh, Watership Down Syndrome says he loves me and all my SJW newsroom liberalism. Uh, and then lastly, Ashless Chap says uh, Big <laughs> Van Vader as Juggernaut. Yeah, mm, pretty so. good too. I like that. Though, I don't know. He's he's not tall enough. I, I love Vader. I Actually, got really Vader's sad pretty at tall. The end. Well, not very yeah. Juggernaut like. Man, I'm just a piece of shit. Wasn't that what he said? Yeah, I'm a a big fat piece of shit. (laughs) You sure that wasn't Philip Seymour Hoffman? (laughs) Uh, It it hurts to make fun of him. Oh, yeah, because he's not with us anymore. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm going to hurt him. got a little dick. It's pathetic. (laughs) Was that this year? Has it been? Has it only been a year? Has it been less than a year since he died? It was January. Jesus Christ. God, that sucks. Uh, uh, PBS put up a nice little video of um, him talking in New York about happiness, and they animated oh, it. That's nice, and it's a really pretty video. You guys uh, also, and, but be careful if you want if you're looking for something good, and you type in Philip Seymour Hoffman happiness, it might not lead you to that <laughs> oh, search yeah. result. Let me let me also say, guys, you want a hot tip for something fun? Mm. Watch Chelsea Peretti, one of the great stand up special. I really loved it. It was it was so funny. She does some shit with stand up specials. You're like they have been trying this kind of stuff in a long time with stand-up special. She she is thinking outside the box. She is great. All right, so we got some questions from the Peanut Gallery on Twitter. Who I asked for them on my twee tweeter, and also the <laughs> and also on the official Laser Time one. So mm-hmm. let's go to the first one. Dandy Kane Slattery says, "How amazing is Newsroom?" Well, I think we <laughs> covered that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Rooster Sauce says, "Jesus, why do you guys keep watching Raw? Every time you guys talk about ninety percent is complaints. Why waste time on something like that? Because we love wrestling. <laughs> we can't no, we're stop. all complain about Raw that much. We barely talk about Raw. Lyndon Von Buskirk says, "Can you guys talk more? Uh, talk about DC more? I mean, books, not just the movies." I wish I could. Like, I swear, yeah. when we started the show, I had the disposable income to dump on the DC books. You at least talked about Futures Then, Well, uh, let me tell you a, an anecdote recently from my life about why I don't read DC as much. Because, like, we were having this conversation about, uh, like, Countdown and how the, the the really, like, amazing scene, well, a brutal scene, where, where Blue Beetle just gets shot in the face and killed, like, just dead. Like and it's it's an intense scene and we were talking about like man what happened to the new Blue Beetle and who's this guy and as I started to uh, as I started to discuss mm-hmm. like the continuity I was like well but then I don't think this counts anymore and then this does that ca-? and then I was like ah oh, fuck it who cares like that's that's kind of how I just feel a lot of the time with DC of just like what even ma- like what con- continuity means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and then when the current, when most of the current books aren't good and they don't even have continuity to stand on, not aren't good, but aren't great at the very least. Like, it's kind of like a time thing with games too. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't play a lot of games that aren't great. Like that, I, if it's not a review thing or something I'm playing for work sure. ahead of time, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend my free time playing something. Uh, I usually will spend my free time playing something that I don't know will be great. If it's just like, oh, this is good. No, I, I can do better than good. I think, and, and and for me, I don't have, I I grew up a Marvel guy, and it's not that I don't like DC comics or DC characters, I just don't have as many favorites, and I also don't have the patience or the income to slog through lulls. Yeah. Because remember when we first started the show and Animal Man was amazing? Yeah. That's gone. 
Well, it's, and then and then also the problem with DC. This is just going to be repeating all my problems with DC. But mm-hmm. that when you know the stuff going on behind the scenes of like editors being like dicking over creators and like good creators quitting books because they're getting effed with, like kind of makes it not fun to read. Oh, uh, some asshole at Anne-Marie Lewis, at BDR Anne Lewis, said, can you guys spend more time talking about Green Arrow? Thanks. Future's End has a great, great... Because I forgot all about Firestorm. uh, And how the book... uh, Wait, what was that? That was Future's End, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Oliver... Oliver... Who's Green Arrow? Oliver Queen calls Firestorm for help. And half of Firestorm is fucking somebody and like, hang tight. Uh, and the other guy's like, Where the, "What the fuck are you doing? I, I forgot all about like I forgot about Firestorm being two people because that's yeah, fantastic. It's a, it's a cool no, yeah. There's so many cool concepts in DC. There's a lot of great DC books. I was actually but okay. hold on, he okay. gets they get, they get to him and Oliver Queen is fucking dead because Firestorm was like <laughs> half of Firestorm wouldn't stop fucking wow. long enough to save him. Uh, you know, I did read uh, this thing that made me appreciate old DC books that I really liked, which was uh, the this interview in Comic Alliance with by Chris Sims of Comic Alliance with Brew Baker of just going through every uh, Batman book he did mm-hmm. like a decade. It's been a decade since he kind of wrote Batman on the reg, and uh, his uh, it just goes over like Brew Baker's work on Catwoman, which was amazing. Uh, his his work with Greg Rooka and Michael Lark on Gotham Central, which was also spectacular, and his work on the straight Batman books, which were really good too. Like it was. It was so awesome that, like, he had this great bit where he talks about how he wrote this story called the Charlatan uh, story uh, line where he it's like it's an actual mystery. And Batman's trying mm-hmm. to figure out who is this person. And he says, like, his reasoning was, he says, all we call him is the Dark Knight detective and the world's greatest detective. But when you're facing Joker the Riddler, like, you find a bunch of corpses with smiles on him. Like, no big, what's the mystery there? Like, what are you figuring <laughs> out, you know? So it was. He wanted to give him a real challenge. That 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 was a neat thing to read and to re-explore and to remind me of when Batman comics were. Good. And uh, well, Landon Landon specifically uh, sent me, gifted me a copy of uh, Batman, the uh, End Thirty Five Endgame Part One, and I've been meaning to read more of that. Uh, why are all the superheroes attacking Batman? I, it was intriguing, but again, like I like I literally read Marvel Unlimited and um, cash in some of the Marvel codes that people give me and. To, to that end, mm-hmm. people are giving me their spare Marvel codes. That's nice. DC does no such thing. DC does no such... They have no digital collections to speak of, period. Mm-hmm. They only have single issues. They are. Uh, they have a, They have the big ones exclusive to Amazon uh, right now. I think you can get like... You know, you can get stuff like The Killing Joke and uh, Dark Knight Returns on, on Comixology. But there's nothing there. Like, nothing, yeah. There's no New 52 collected in any way. Even though it should be like yeah. Comixology owns Amazon now, or other way around. Yes, well, I think it'd be pretty crazy if they bought Amazon. It really would. Can anybody It'll... buy Amazon? Can anything? In own ten Amazon? years, let's check back in. Well, oh, yeah, what Warner Brother? Well, I bet some giant. Whatever you, media company is left. Do you remember when could. Time Warner merged with America Online because they were both t- entities of the same caliber? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Media yeah. will live forever. Though, then again, the company that sells everything to everybody, like mm-hmm. I feel like that will live a long time too. Uh, all right, another question that I really like is from try again opening up the phone is from uh, Guy Brian on Twitter. Hey, he's the one who's been supplying me the bunch of comics. Thank you, Guy. Or, sorry, sorry, Guy Byron. Sorry, Guy Byron. Uh, he says everyone has an idea for a Batman story. What would yours be? So I recently uh, the only idea I ever had for a Batman story was like a sketch that I maybe I could never really execute, but it was just. Let's try it. It was back. it was the penguin trying to buy a hideout from somebody. Be like, oh, this is a great spot. My penguins will go over there. The ostrich there, <laughs> and just, like just him him arguing the with a rubber realtor. ducky car that will go. Yeah, over there. that that wouldn't be my penguin. That, <laughs> I mean, that would be the more. I mean, people would know that penguin more if we're going to go for a specific penguin than fine. <laughs> But let's not let's not overthink this, guys. Um, well, I saw. I'm trying to find. Dave, it. do you have a Batman story? Or um, could you make up one off the top of your has head? Has he ever met Prince in a comic? Mm. <laughs> you know, I bet he has. He must have. Um, fucking, I liked uh, Tinsel Foster. That's Travis Foster. Turbo Bison says, "Well, what do you guys look for in a new book, especially indie books?" Uh, and that's that's another problem. And uh, Brett has even yelled about Marvel doing that, like. 
Most indie books manage to set up an intriguing premise that makes me want to immediately read further into whatever universe is being established, whereas both Marvel and DC have within their power, there's an existing universe that I already know and accept certain parts of, and I think they fail to do that on a massive level. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you read the first issue of Saga, Southern Bastards, uh, anything else that came out this year, all those books set up, like Witches comes to mind. Witches comes to, like sets up a universe mm-hmm. immediately. I want to know what the fuck is going on in this universe because they didn't waste 30 pages. If you have a new, ish, a new line of Superman, and I do, I'm not interested, I already know who Superman is. I know where he comes from, and I know what his powers are. And yet are. they waste like three pages yeah. on, like, here's his origin. Like, no. Well, they, sometimes, but some, like you have, you, if anything, I, I've always said that's why the Marvel movies work is because they do not have to waste time they're all Harry Potter Seven Part Two. You already you already know what happens. You know who these characters are and where they stand, and they can just immediately start with story. Yeah, uh, that's and, true. And well, meanwhile, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, had to show you an origin again. And I don't think I've read a superhero book of Marvel DC that has a, a well, maybe Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye comes to mind just because it was funny. But yeah, images free of baggage. I also like to for in, for new books I go to. It definitely like the name draws me in. Mm-hmm. Like I. I, I maybe you could say I'm being too safe, but I am like, eh, you know, I know the name ah. Ed Brubaker. I know the name, uh, you know, Sean McKeever. I'll go to that. Yeah. Like, I just want to put Electric Spock says, why aren't you guys reading Black Science, you rubes? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> already got Vindicated. Uh, Keth Dream says, can you, are you, you guys fans of Shu and Chan? I mean, I remember reading them when they I were back at EGM, but yeah. that was 15 years ago. Do they have their own comic now? I think they had their own comic even when they were in EGM. Oh. Like, I, I just never read it. Oh, Chernobyl, the Pokemon? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I it. Gary Tuttle, uh, a.k.a. A def- at a defensive bu- defenseless bum, says, Phase 3 Marvel movie you're most excited for. Uh, and, ah, boy, that is tough. I mean, right, somebody, I mean, it, we're not counting Infinity War because that is going to be no, everything. It's, it's, well, I just I had mentioned last week in my non-comic story about almost witnessing a murder to Denny. Seriously, fuck, fuck the two of you who had a problem with that story. <laughs> but I was reading uh, Captain Marvel, and uh-huh. um, if the new fifty, I mean, the Marvel now is any indication. Most of the stuff they are relaunching, other than Spider-Man, is to kind of. Be consistent with what they plan on putting into the cinematic universe. I guess I don't know a lot about Captain Marvel, but it's clear that they're establishing her as a character who can interact with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, in yeah. the books, like well, because she's, she's spacey. She is spacey. She has Kree powers, though she's yes, a human. But she's immediately sent to space for a year in her new her new book. Uh-huh. And the in the first people she encounters is Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're with her for at least the first three or four books. Uh, That's so, pretty cool. Well, yeah, that so, also like gives her the rub of the most popular characters hanging out with her and i just i really liked that i mean i always i always thought i'm not even a huge fan of the guardians books uh but i know a bit about marvel space and i can't believe how much james gunn crammed into guardians of the galaxy like the little things you might see later on Mm -hmm. that's the marvel cosmic is fucking nuts yeah, it, it is crazy, batshit, insane. I right? know what's going on in it because I've read it enough. But, and I and I haven't, but I, I I did love it in the eighties. I love it. I loved it when my panels were all black, filled with purple planets. I loved it. Uh, all right, another uh, question from my uh, my Osaka buddy mm-hmm. Daniel Fight, aka at Fight Club, says, "I don't know, Dick, about Doctor Strange. Is there an easy read, succinct?" way to familiarize myself with him he's getting a movie <laughs> though also yeah i would say oh i didn't even answer phase three question mine would be i'm gonna go with black panther because that is so like i think black panther is like their batman like he could at least in coolness and badassness he's mm-hmm. batman and so i want to see and i want to see them go all out like this is a wakandan king who kicks ass and is smarter than everybody like, yeah that's i want that sorry dave you didn't say uh, your phase three probably guardians too I mean, mm-hmm. Guardians 1 was the best, I think, first entry in any yeah, Marvel yeah, series. Yeah, completely. So, good point. Uh, totally. Yeah. And yeah. that cast is amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Uh, of course, you picked the one with the pro wrestler in it. Yeah. Civil War also, <laughs> I mean, man, Civil War is going to be uh, great. Uh, but no, Daniel Fight says where to sure. start with Doctor Strange. I, oh, I, have, yes. I have two suggestions. One is, honestly, there is no great Doctor Strange comic. Really? and. Like, you could just start with his original appearances in 
uh, by Steve Ditko just to see like this is crazy like this is <laughs> or it's like a crazy man drawing what he thinks people on drugs see like and it's it's really great but it just in like pop art insanity but uh, oppositely a recent book that I really liked was doctors are called simply strange mm. the doctor is out and it was a really cool book by Mark Wade and Emmy Emma Rios which seemed like the start of a good four issue uh, a good Doctor Strange series but only got four issues and then either was canceled or just proclaimed to be a mini series uh, but it's a really fun story where Doctor Strange takes on this young lady as like his kind of apprentice or something it's a, it's a really good book and there's one other two it is called uh, Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Triumph and Torment had to look this one up uh, written by Roger Stern with uh, art by Mike Mignola, a.k.a. the creator of Hellboy. Yep. Uh, and this was... See, Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom are both amazing um, sorcerers, but Doctor Doom is second to Doctor Strange. And by losing to Doctor Strange in that, Doctor Strange owes him a boon. And so Doctor Doom commands him to help him free his mother's soul from hell. Jesus. And it's it it, it, it grows from there. And so this is like Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom go to hell in a comic drawn by Hellboy creator Mike Mignola. I mean, that's a great... It's very 80s, but it's a great book. So there, Dan, uh, you've, you've got a lot of reading to do. And um, to tie that vaguely in with another question, Joe Drew had asked, how do you uh, read Marvel Unlimited on your tablets? Uh, picked it up this month because they had a really big sale. It was a 75 cents mm-hmm. for the first month uh, of Marvel Unlimited. That's kind That's of insane. Less good. than a dollar for access for to... the 75th anniversary. Yep. Uh, and, and there is on Comixology, they have the 19... Is it the Ditko one? 68, e- 69... Oh, 69, yeah. 68, 69, um, yeah. Um, and then they have uh, Brian Vaughn took a stab at it with His the was all right. It was, and that's on there, it's, too. It's not but. as good as his, Excuse me. It's not as good as his pedigree would make you think, but it's good. It is good. And how do you read it? How do I read Marvel, uh, Marvel Unlimited on my tablets? I don't! <laughs> I don't! Uh, because it doesn't fucking work, it never works for me. Uh, the like it works when I'm on, when I'm connect have an internet connection. The read offline version never works is where I want it to work the most when I'm on planes and traveling and in uh, fucking BART tunnels. Never works. Wow. Uh, somebody also asked. Uh, aside from okay, so other than Marvel and Marvel DC and Image, mm. do you guys read anything else? Yeah, um, I picked up some IDW stuff. Um, I had picked up. Um, oh, I keep meaning I haven't read it yet, and I have the guy's email. Get him on the show. Uh, the Green Turtle. We had talked about it a long time ago. The first Asian superhero resurrected from public domain of like the nineteen forties <laughs> uh, into his first issue. I read a little bit of it. It was great. I don't know what label that is on. Um, aha, aha. Uh, criminal technically isn't. Uh, I read it was now under an image. Icon. Uh, so Icon's there. a Marvel company. Uh, damn it. Uh, so. I had oh well, I actually had one I wanted to mention mm-hmm. uh, it uh, it was called the Crippler's Son mm-hmm. which is an independent book I believe uh, but actually Fantagraphics published it but it's an indie book by Max Riffner and so it's great because it is about pro wrestling it's about gay mm. sex it's about, <laughs> well it's uh, so there's this these two brothers. One is a pro wrestler. One is this kind of sad sack who is like gay and stuff. And so, <laughs> and he has to deal with his brother being more famous. And then, like they kind of they kind of insert all these like scenes of like, oh, this is about pro wrestling, but they're not. Or this is this story from pro wrestling, but with a different name attached to it. Like they make it clear who. Uh, if you know pro wrestling, you know who they're referencing. Also, this oh, year, I mean, Fraggle Rock from uh, uh, Arachnium. Oh yeah, okay, right. that counts. March. That's not how you say it. By the way, I'm gonna. You know, this won't be when we name best comics you've read this year. Mm-hmm. If it's not my number one, but the Andre the Giant book by First mm. Second Press, published by First Second Press, by I believe Max Brown is the artist. That was a great book, the Andre the Giant biography, which is just him drawing 
the drawing stories people told about Andre the Giant, which mm-hmm. Andre the Giant stories are the best. I love hearing them. Mm-hmm. And so seeing a dude draw stories is really cool. And you can actually understand what he's saying, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Now, what you just heard, I would like somebody to isolate that and put that on YouTube as an endorsement for our show. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, a couple uh, more tied questions. into Andrew Roebuck. Yes, do you guys read any IDEW comics? Uh, are are there any that you guys want to read? Yes, glad you asked. Um, I did read during Free Comic Book Day. I picked up the GI uh-huh. Joe versus Transformers thing, which has been also I've seen on a couple of best of the year list. Uh, it was really fucking fun, and the art was I don't know. It was like those those their lore kind of originates in the Marvel comics mm-hmm. to begin with, and I did read those when I was a little kid. I shrug them off as crappy now, <laughs> but. I, somebody asked if we got any manga while in Japan, but I did not. No. Like I, I, I know there's great manga. I know. I know there's still great manga, but like, I am not invested enough lately to find it. Mm-hmm. And that so much of it, and same with America, that there's a lot of crap that takes up the space. And it's hard to find it. Like, we were at that cat cafe that had like manga mm-hmm. on the shelves. But I would have only been looking at the pictures and like yep. you'll one, see a video of it. I have a video of the anime show. I am very, show. I am very happy that one of my favorite mangas of like the nineties, mm-hmm. Parasite, is now like popular again in Japan. Like there were toys of Parasite all around. Like it's a big deal now. And like apparently because they're making it into a live action show, which is not half as good as the comic. But probably Parasite the manga. Look it up, guys. A great sci fi book. Really hard hitting. Um, like Andrew Robux wanting us to dig up old shit. What's the oldest comic you own? I know I've mentioned that before. Fantastic that Four, one. 19 or 29. Yeah. Which one? You know, what's the com- oldest comic you read? And you had mentioned a while back that somebody had Action Comics 1. And yeah. put in Action, action Comics number 1. And that's not all about Superman. All of it. Like Superman, you got your money's worth of that. Because that like, was a 10 cent comic. And you got like <laughs> 100 pages of stuff. Mostly black and white. But yeah, you got you got a ton for that spider uh, for that spider. No. I can't not say Spider Man. I got I got an Andrew Robuck also asked final question: Would Lion Cat from Saga have an aneurysm from watching the newsroom? No, because <laughs> Will McAvoy is all about the truth. Yep. All right, so thanks everybody for their stuff. I hope this makes it up to you guys a little bit for how much we have not talked to the community for a whole month. Real sorry about that, but hey. Really happy to, to to interact with all you guys, and I always appreciate you guys listening. This sounds like the middle of the show break, but anyway, uh, let's get into this week's question of the week, which is our last one for 2014. Everybody and wants to know why we're not watching Flash and Green Arrow, by the I, way. Yeah, I did get a couple of those. I'm like, Willie really Fresh, right. I see you, John. I see you, buddy. It's Look, just, I'll I'm, give it. I'll I'll watch. I'll watch Green while I'm born in 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 Florida. I'll watch some episodes of Green Arrow and Flash. I, will, I promise I, that I will to you not. now. And I'll watch Shield. I'll I will watch not. A I'm, I'm dreading that I'm going to try and watch Agents of Shield. That a bit like the idea that here you go here. Well, here you can't set just, aside like, sixteen hours of your time the entire time in Florida. Yeah, but right. I could play games, visit friends, and read a shitload of comics. The time it takes for me to watch sixteen hours of a show, I already don't really like. <laughs> Good point. Uh, all right, so this week's fi- and the final question of the week of the year is: What is your favorite comic book of 2014? I'm going for Southern Bastards. Damn it! Yeah. All right. <laughs> Why so, Chris? Um, just because uh, I'm a huge, huge fan of Jason Aaron. Uh, it's 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 one of those gritty tales that you. J- this is the kind of shit that Brubaker seems to make in his sleep. Uh-huh. But it's set in the South. It's set where I'm from. It's set in a language I can very easily read and scenarios I can not enjoy, but relate. I relate to the football team being the biggest, baddest thing in the universe because that's what it's like where I'm from. It is the South. Yes. That, it totally is. Yeah. Uh, Southern Bastards would be my pick as well, but you already took it. Uh, ah. I did love Superior Spider Man all the way up until the end. That was a great book. Was plug. that this year? It finished this year. Okay. It, uh, it, it remember, it ended right before the movie came out because they wanted Amazing <laughs> 1 to come out when the Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in the theaters. I, uh, but, and that Andre book was great, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I'm going to have to... Gonna have to go with Saga, really. Like yep. it really was the best. Like, other than Southern Bastard is my real number one. And I think I really would like Wicked into the Divine. But mm. Saga just... They also pulled in some sort of pro wrestling stuff in the newest six issue spate of stuff, which how could I not love that? 
But it's it's just a great. I mean, like I said, it's obvious. Like mm-hmm. Daredevil was great to read that. There's and I, there's, I don't want to discount seconds though. Like seconds, like I devoured seconds mm-hmm. uh, this year. It was fantastic. Uh, and it's the kind of comic I don't read enough of. Dave, yours is Walking Dead. I'm assuming. No, uh, <laughs> the one other thing I've read besides Walking Dead, uh, and I guess half of it probably wasn't this year but sex criminals the first oh trade. that was that was so yeah, good too i, really I feel like that. i haven't read enough of that so yeah i, don't, I, don't I mean do. well they're up to like i think the ninth issue yeah so they're about to have another collection yeah. yeah so i'll wait for that sex criminals is amazing too definitely read that i hate i hate being Great the concepts. marvel and image is the only stuff you should read but say, like image is getting the best writers yeah. to get to do their most crazy shit. You don't need like, to tell me to tell you. Fade Out was great. Uh, Velvet yeah. was great. Velvet uh, great. Fade Out. Lazarus Fata- was the, great. The end of Fatale. Lazarus also. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's repetitive to say Image, but like they're they are it's they are publishing. They are letting the best artists make their art. Do you like, know what, but I'm ex- really doing. excited about. I don't know what's in it. Uh, Spider Man in the X Men issue number I wanna one. I want to check that out. I, I, I hopefully, someone gives me a code. And also that the. Uh, uh boy, I I do want to read Multiversity. I heard I heard awesome yes. stuff about Multiversity, yes, I but I issue. haven't read it yet. So I will check that out. I love Grant Morrison. Like don't, you people who tell me I'm hating on DC, I've been reading Grant Morrison probably from before you could read. So I I'm gonna be coming to Multiversity. All right, so those are our picks. Tell us your favorite book that you read this year. Do it in the uh, the forum page for in the, in the forum for this one that is linked to on the page for this week's episode. And boy, guys, I hope you all have a happy holidays, though we will have an extra special episode that we have yet to record, but it'll post during the break, so you won't be like another three weeks without us. You'll at least have one episode, but I did want to say happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, or if you celebrate nothing, love you. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, and now, time for the... I have it. Damn it. I have it. The clip of the week. Grab for my pull and my cock. You can do it with ease. Just. All right. Um, won't do that again. <laughs> but um, what is the plug, Chris? Uh, it's uh, laser time. And laser time this week, to me, it's. I've never made myself. I, I'm, I'm laughing at myself laughing. Uh, I've never laughed at myself or something we've done that much personally, yeah. where I've gone back Otherwise. and listened to it. It was really, really funny. Very juvenile. I'm. Again, I'm waiting on pins and needles for like positive, positive comments. Getting none. Um, okay, I, maybe I'm a dinosaur, and this is, shouldn't be as funny as I thought it was. But um, also, we will have some videos of Japan going up on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/LaserTimeNetwork. So I, but I encourage you to check out LaserTimePodcast.com throughout your entire holidays because we will have stuff there. Uh, I was going to do something a little more extravagant for Christmas, but I'm going to going to make a couple things for you guys um special christmas stuff um so stay tuned there will be stuff over the break we will not be without a laser time episode at all during december uh cheap podcast uh we did an episode earlier this month about uh christmas movie starring wrestlers Mm -hmm. and they're all classics in their own way except they're not and and Uh, also a great year-end wrap-up episode yes we did an episode covering tlc which is not a great pay-per-view, but uh, also the NXTR Revolution, which was a great pay-per-view, and everything that we liked in 2014. Mm-hmm. An, epic, an epic last episode of the year for yep. Cheap Popcast as well. And speaking of which, we recorded some great stuff for VG Empire, which mm-hmm. I, I am uh, looking forward to all you guys hearing. And Vigi Game Apocalypse still plugging away. I don't know what Michael has planned, but I think he wants to have stuff to go up throughout December. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Through um, the second I'll, half of I'll it, probably find out uh, like an hour before we record tomorrow. <laughs> well, good luck with that. And until next time, have a happy holidays and Excelsior! Excelsior!